Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a great episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. I've been interviewing a lot of realtors in the U.S., but none in Canada. So this is going to be my first Canadian interview. I happen to be sitting in Brampton, Ontario, and uh, I want to welcome Rick Dillon. He is a realtor. He is a leader. He is a broker. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Omar. Thank you for having me, man. And uh, hopefully we can do some Canadian, some justice uh, for this uh, interview here. Absolutely. You know, I'm a fellow Canadian too, and I heard this joke a long time ago. What's the difference between an American and a Canadian? And the joke goes like, uh, when you ask an American, who are you? They say, I'm an American, goddammit. And when you ask a Canadian, who are you? We go, we're not Americans. That is our national identity. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. So Rick, before we get into what you're doing right now with eXp and, you know, helping other realtors grow and thrive, and you are committed to doing that, What's a nice boy like you doing in real estate? How did you enter into real estate? And tell us a little bit about your journey from you know being a newbie to uh, figuring out what you're doing and becoming quite successful. Yeah, definitely we can do that. So, you know, I kind of how far back you want me to go, man? Because uh, you know, high school. Just um, tell us about your first week in real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get to how I got my real estate license. Anyway, I got I, I went to university for accounting. Uh, got a pretty cool accounting job and, uh, you know, found out real quick that that wasn't for me. I think a lot of successful real estate agents are entrepreneurs at heart, the successful ones. So I was just sitting in that uh, nine to five thing, that rat race taking the go train. And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. So I started studying for my real estate license on the go train. Fast forward, uh, 2005, I got my real estate license. Joint Century 21, a great mom and pop brokerage there. And man, the first six, seven months, I didn't sell a thing. I was like, is this thing even for me? I wanted to quit. Um, and then all of a sudden, I got the hang of it. And when I say all of a sudden, there wasn't much help for me in the real estate industry. Uh, who I don't know what your audience is, but if it's people that are in real estate or wanting to get into real estate or sales in general, the real estate industry does fail real estate agents. Uh, you know, a lot of, they say 10% of the agents do 90% of the business. Um, it's not that agents don't know what they're doing. It's because there's not a whole lot of training involved. Okay. So anyway, then I got the hang of it, Umar, somehow, um, and um, sold a bunch of homes. Well, after being a solo agent, I'm like, okay, well, let me buy some of this time back because I was out in my car most of the days and in listing appointments and showing around buyers. I'm like, okay, I got to level. That's good money now. How do I buy some of my time back? So the next thing to do for me was, do I open up a brokerage or do I run a team? I ran the numbers and I start. I built a real estate team. Uh, I took coaching for that. I took coaching for a lot of the stuff. 
And I was in a room with nice. amazing team leaders and coaches and built the coaching, um, became a coach there. And now all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm running the EXP kind of umbrella. So that's, that's the elevator pitch of, of my journey. Brilliant. So tell me about, uh, so you're struggling in real estate when you start. There's not a lot of mentorship there that you needed. Then you start finally doing some business. There must have also been another inflection point where you're doing this for a little while and sometimes doubt comes back in again. And did that happen? And if it happened, how did you overcome it and keep going? Because, you know, doing nothing and struggling is one thing. And then, but when you're doing it, then you get hit that second point. Sometimes it's a tough thing to overcome. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, I think successful real estate agents or salespeople, anytime you have a job where you're not getting paid by the hour, but getting paid on your effort, uh, I think successful agents simply, you know, if there was one key ingredient to it, I like to say that they have more conversations. You know, somebody with, so if you keep having those conversations and really, really start figuring out how to categorize those conversations rather than trying to sell, your business goes to another level. So I've been practicing that from day one. So I never really had those movement. Of course, I had those times where I wasn't selling, but I always knew the formula was, hey, Rick, if you're not selling, man, you're basically not having enough conversations, right? So if I'm having the enough conversation and I'm listening more than I'm talking in those conversations, which is a whole different ball game, right? I'm actually listening and present in those conversations. I'm going to ultimately hit success. But um, to give you some key takeaways, I know I kind of know what you're getting at. Okay. So I think too many real estate agents fluke their business. What do I mean by fluke the business? They're at their Aunt Sally's house. Aunt Sally wants to buy a property. They're at a pickup basketball game and their high school buddy says, me and my wife are selling a condo. How is that predictable? And how is that repeatable? You cannot predict that your Aunt Sally's going to buy How is that selling? How is that selling? That's not selling. That's order taking. That's order taking. So setting pillars in your business, okay? Making sure your business is repeatable and predictable. So the answer to your first question is, I can put it into one word, is system. If you have a system, all you have to do when you say you, you know, you have a bad month, you're golfing all summer, whatever that is, you come on and you start working the system again, and you are where you left off. The problem is most realtors don't have a system. One of the things you said earlier on, which I think was really critical, but I didn't, I need more depth into that. You said, Hey, you need to have more conversations and not just a conversation. You need to categorize those conversations. So tell me about the categories that they fall into and what to do with those categories. All right. Awesome. So if I'm having a conversation with somebody, okay, um, let's say I have my list of people that I'm calling. I call it the three N's. All right. The three N's. Okay. So the three N stands for never or no. Choose which one you want. Never or no. These people are never buying or selling a house. The answer is no. Okay. Then you have your now. The second end is now. I'm buying a house right now. The majority of your conversations, your categorizations are going to be on the next end, which I call nurture. Okay. The best nurturer wins. 
Okay. Most people, most real estate agents are hunters. They're looking for people that want to buy and sell now. We are in a relationship building business. Uh, we're not in like, you know, we're not in, a, we're not even a transactional business. We're in the business of creating and developing and extending relationships. So your biggest category is going to be your nurture. What do I mean by nurture? Well, I'm talking to Omer. Omer says, hey, uh, you know, we're looking to possibly buy. He's not going to buy today. I need to be with him six months from now when that whole journey is taking over. So how do you nurture the right campaigns, the right videos? If we're not doing video today, we're, we're way behind behind the eight ball. So those are the ways that I categorize. Now, another takeaway since we're talking about conversation is to really, the number one thing I do and I teach my uh, realtors to do is really learn the person's language. In a way, you're an actor. You can call it the disc personality test. You can call, there's so many personality tests, but when I'm sitting in front of uh, somebody and I'm building quote unquote rapport, build rapport. Hey, you're wearing a Raptors jersey. Hey, how do you like the Raptors? Yeah, I want to be friendly and I want to be liked, but I'm listening to the way you're answering those questions. I'm listening. So is this person direct? Does he even want to build rapport? A CEO type? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Raptors, man. I got I got 20 minutes, Rick. Okay, good. I know exactly how to talk to you. That's all the rapport I needed. I don't want it, baby. Yeah, exactly. Or then you have those people that are very fearful. I don't know if I want to buy a house. I think the market's going to go down and stuff like that. So if I'm direct with them, I'm going to lose them. That person, I'm giving them options. Hey, and giving them an exit strategy. If you do this, you can do this, right? And then you have those people that are just, hey, man, I went to a party, went golfing. You're not even talking about real estate. And all of a sudden, you have some listing sign because you make friends with them. So um, that conversation, guys, is really adapting to the person that's in front of you and really learning their language, then categorizing them, obviously having killer presentations and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, I came across this uh, system, like they're all the same. It's the Hippocrates, the father of medicine had noticed, you know, people fall into four food groups and he called them ether and bile and shit like that, but pretty much it's disc. But the best version of that I came across was this one system that says, so Rick, in the short interactions that we've had, am I an introverted person or an extroverted person? Mm, you? Yes. Are you asking me that question about... You're extroverted. Yeah, so extroverted. So there's two columns. There's column over here, extroverted, column over here, introverted. Then there's two rows. Am I a direct CEO person or am I a storyteller kind of person, do you think? You're a storyteller. Yeah. So at the top is director, CEO types, bottom line it, don't waste my time. The one right below it, people people are storytellers, salespeople. You and I are both storytellers. Then on the introverted side, the right. top column are thinkers. They're the process people, the data people. Tell me the steps you're going to use kind of nonsense. And the people down below next to the salespeople are the relators that are all about, hey, Rick, when's your birthday? I don't want to forget it because you know I don't want to hurt your feelings. And so when I learned that system, it was like director, socializer, thinker, relator. And it was just like, hey, in minutes, I can figure out whether you're extroverted or introverted and then like whether you that. like people or data. I like that. So wait, I'm writing that down. Director? Director at the top, socializer at the bottom, 
and the uh, next to the socializer is relator and above next to the director is thinker and director socializer are extroverts the other ones are introverts the top uh, row is concerned about data bottom row is concerned about people but anyway so tell me rick about right now you're at uh is it exp yeah exp realty man yep so tell me about um, one of your recruits that you brought in that's already a realtor and how you coach them to really blossom in this new environment okay let's let's get into that first i want to tell you guys about the real estate catch 22 okay and then we're going to get into that question real estate catch 22 is you get your real estate license um you know the red, first red flag is you never have to hand out a resume um you never get an interview forget a second view into you have a heartbeat and a real estate license a broker is going to hire you okay Reason being, they're not looking to put resources behind you. That's up to you. We, we're in the wild, wild west, okay? So now, that's one side of the coin. Then you have your smart individual, your real estate coaches that are like, hmm, there's a gap. These real estate agents don't know what they're doing. Let me charge them $2,000 a month and I'll teach them. And they do teach you. And they're great at what they do. I'm a product of coaching. I suggest it. However, they are not incentivized to teach you quickly because your their revenue model is your monthly coaching check. Okay, let's get that out of the way. That, I call that the real yep. estate cap 22. The EXP model, why I fell in love with it is because you have synergy. Because every real estate agent that joins this brokerage, and this is a huge takeaway, any real estate agent that joins this brokerage is an owner. Glenn Sanford has gotten rid of the franchise nice. model. There is no franchise model. You come into this brokerage, you're an owner. Now, to answer your questions about the coaching, because I'm an owner and other agents are owners, I share in something called ownership revenue share. The more successful this company is, the more I'm incentivized because the more money I make through revenue share. Owners make revenue, okay? Therefore, I'm incentivized to teach real estate agents quickly because I need the organization's bottom line to grow. So we train on setting pillars in your business. Uh, I think the biggest pillar in anybody's business, guys, is what I call your book of business. If you have a big enough book of business five years from now, you will never have to market again. Your book of business will get you business. How do you get there? Obviously, online lead generation, Fizbo's expiries, um, you know, uh, converting landlords into listings. The list goes on and on. That will probably be another two hours. But that's kind of the incentive through EXP to do the coaching. And I've never seen anything like it because it is successful agents. It's more like of a mastermind than a coaching. Nice. And what's kind of interesting is like, uh, like if we take a look at Keller Williams and a lot of people that have gone over to that side is there is a lot of training. There's actually almost too much training that training mm. gets in the way of doing. And this model seems to be that we're going to get you there quickly. There's more resources if you need it, but start earning because that's how everybody wins. hundred percent. So the trick to EXP is, um, Really choosing who you want to partner with. Because there's no franchises, 
Um, you know, Keller Williams, Remax, Royal, they're all great companies, man. And like, you know what? Like, it's just, it's just, they're all great. Pick ever which one that you like. I think EXP is by far the, the best one in my opinion today. Um, but picking and choosing who you're partnering with at EXP is, is something you really need to study. Because at EXP, you could probably have a very good experience or not so good one, depending on who you partner with, if that makes sense. Yeah, one of my friends, his name is Vlad Katz. He was the number one recruiter for Keller Williams nationwide yeah. in the Baltimore office. And he went over to the EXP side and uh, is doing phenomenally well and helping grow things. And I agree. There's a lid for every pot. And some people need to be a Berkshire Hathaway and some people need to be a Keller Williams. And it's all good. Ultimately, I think at the end of the day is, are you happy and are you reaching your potential and do you want to reach your potential? Because some people end up becoming yep. professional students. I got to take this course. I got to get this coach mm -hmm. and someday I'll get to where I need to be. And there's no substitute for freaking doing. Do badly, but do. Because as soon as you do badly, you got something to compare and get slightly better next time. And that's the way to success is... Failing forward is, is my, uh, I think people have the God-given right to suck and it. they should take it and start doing. S suck as quickly as you can. So that way you can unsuck. <laughs> Absolutely. And so Rick, let me ask you this. You've been like in this business for a while. What's the next barrier you have to overcome? Because there's always another plateau and the thing between where you are and where you want to go is most of the time in here. So what's the thing you're playing with trying to figure out how to decouple and move forward? My thing always is patience, man. Um, just to learn to be patient, trust the process. Someone like me, um, and I'm, I'm turning 45 this year. I've taken the time to know myself, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and really understand what drives me, what doesn't. I'm never going to have the, you know, you don't have to, I'm the guy that you have to say, shut the lights off at the gym and say, Hey, get, it's time to get out. Right. Or somebody has to save me from myself kind of thing. I did that. So for me, it's the patience and trusting the, the process and just waiting for the results because with anything, with anything, you know, you plant the seeds and then you reap the fruit. I mean, I wish I can do three workouts and have the body of my dreams or, I can't, I've got to repeat and do that for, you know, months and months and months. And then I see that. So for me personally, and that's another good, like just to get to know yourself and, and what is it for you? For some people, it might be different. You have a fear of rejection. You have a fear of this. And, you know, we all have that kind of stuff, but I, I'm going to take your line, you know, failing yeah. forward, just get through it kind of thing. So before we end this interview, I'm going to share a joke with you. Then I'm going to ask you two important questions. All right. So you're cool. talking about working out and getting the body you want. I saw this bumper sticker that was freaking awesome. It was, uh, yeah. I have a beautiful body. It's in the trunk. Do you want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> so That's here are the two one. questions, my friend. Question one, yeah. what is a book that you would recommend that our listeners read? So one, my favorite author is Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, he oh, has yeah, like four, four or five books. He has more. Yeah, the four agreements, the uh, voice of acknowledgement, the mastery of love—all great books. I love that, like to get your spiritual kind of thing. 
Um, I really love Tim Grover books, Relentless and Winning, I think are great books. Um, the first book that changed the way I thought was, I, oh my God, uh, Maximum Achievement by Brian Tracy. I think that was the first book where I was like, Interesting. okay, there's something, yeah, something to this. And that was decades ago. Um, and the best advice I could give you about books is if you're anything like me, get a membership to Audible. So, you know, you can listen and get through to these things. So I like Don Miguel Ruiz, Four Agreements is good. If you need that kind of like, you know, that push and that drive, read like Relentless from Tim Grover or Winning. He, Tim Grover was, uh, Kobe Bryant's and Michael Jordan's coach. And, you know, those guys are some winners. So he gives you some pointers. Brilliant. Here's question number two. Uh, what is a mind hack that you use to become more efficient or more effective? Um, just doing what I have to do on a daily basis. Um, I'll tell you a quick story, okay? I don't know if – oh, this is Canadian, so everybody should know who George St. Pierre is. Um, he's an MMA fighter, the greatest ever, maybe his, uh, his coach was telling a story on a podcast and I love this. Okay. So there's this guy, um, I'm going to use extreme examples. Let's use the gym thing. So this, this guy, let's call him subject a subject a goes to the gym and he does pull-ups and he's just exhausting himself. So he did 20 pull-ups. You could put a gun to his head and he can't do 21. He is totally maximized. Okay. So that's subject A. Subject B, he goes to the gym and he does full pull five pull-ups. He could do 20, but he did five. Okay. So in the course of five days, subject B has done 25 pull-ups. Subject A has only done 20. So he has much more volume. So the mind hack is be consistent and do small daily habits. There's a book called Atomic Habits that can probably say this better than I can. Uh, I've been doing this before that book, but that's a great book. And just do the small things every single day and they add up. Rather than coming one day, just cramming it all in and not doing it for weeks. So just that's, I just try to do, hey, listen, you got to do these two, three hours and you got to do them every day. Take your weekends off, whatever your formula is, and then it's done and it adds up. Atomic habits, baby. Brilliant. That's my. Answer. So, Rick, uh, we're going to put all your contact information in the show notes, website, social media, your Tinder account. Everything's going to be there. I just want to say thank <laughs> you so good. much for being on the program, and yeah. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, looking forward to building this relationship. One last note: I don't want to leave without saying this. If you're a real estate agent, okay. And no, it's not going to be a plug. <laughs> if you're a real estate agent, um, get to know real estate. I see too many real estate agents that don't know how a mortgage works. Talk to my mortgage broker. Don't know how to calculate a cap rate. Don't know how to calculate an ROI. If you become a professional in your business and you become an asset to your clients, you will get more business than you know. So get to know what real estate can do for you. And words to live by no matter what you're doing. Be an expert in your field. Rick, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 